Hi, this is Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing? What's today? Today's Thursday. It's almost the weekend. I can't believe it. <laughs> Last weekend we were in Montana. My husband Mace ran an ultra Spartan race. It was like 31 miles and 70 obstacles and crazy stuff, but it was fun to have a little getaway up to Montana. Um, so that was nice. My mother-in-law stayed with the kids and it was a fun little getaway. I feel like the next few weeks are just crazy busy. We've got stuff going on constantly. My son's birthday is on Saturday. He's turning 18, which is crazy to me. I'm not sure how that happened. I, I'm sure I'm not old enough to have an adult child, but here we are. Um, and then he's got his graduation coming up and we have um, some summer trips planned and it's just one thing after another, but they're all good things. So I'm excited. Unfortunately, Disneyland is still not on my list. I want it to be, but Disneyland has still not announced um, when out-of-state residents can visit, which is uh, annoying. If I wanted to, I could go to Universal Hollywood, but not Disneyland yet. So, I mean, I think they're still trying to work out the kinks. They just barely opened a week ago. I'm going to give them some time, but I'm anxious I just want to know when I can visit so I can make some plans. There has been a little bit of news in the Disney Parks world, a Disney World Resort. Um, last week, I think, they announced that they would no longer be social distancing six feet apart and that they could start social distancing three feet apart, which is nice. It makes lines I don't know if it actually makes them shorter, but it makes them appear shorter when everyone's not spread out six feet. I have heard that um, the guests, I mean, have kind of given up on the six feet apart at Disney World in recent weeks and that Disney World cast members have not been super strict about making sure that people are six feet apart. When I was there in January, then people were six feet apart and they were adhering to those guidelines, but it seems like... They'd kind of given up on that and cast members weren't enforcing it as strictly and now they've just put it to three feet apart. So there you go. They have also said at Disney World that they're going to be phasing out temperature checks, which I think is a good idea. I think it was all just kind of, I don't know, it just seemed like kind of a for show thing to make people feel better about visiting, but I don't know that it was actually effective at all. So on May 8th, then they're, which is Saturday, then they're going to stop um, temperature checking cast members and they're going to stop temperature checking guests on May 16th. So there you go. Also at Disney World, you can take off your masks for outside pictures. But other than that, Disneyland is all still the same, six feet apart, masks on all the time, and no California residents allowed. I mean, no non-California residents allowed, of course. You know what I mean. 
Even though they are only allowing in California residents, you can still purchase tickets to visit the Disneyland park even if you're not a California resident, which I have done. I've purchased quite a few tickets if I'm being honest. It just makes me feel good, so don't judge me. You can purchase tickets through Getaway Today. Disneyland is not selling tickets to out-of-state residents, but Getaway Today is. So you can purchase tickets through Getaway Today. They don't expire until December of 2022, so you have quite a long time to use them. So you can purchase your tickets, and then as soon as Disneyland announces the out-of-state guests are able to come, then you can make your reservation. So that's my plan. I got my second vaccine yesterday, so I am ready to go. I just need them to open up those gates. So if you are wanting to visit Disneyland in the next year or so, I just get your tickets. It just makes you feel happy. It feels like you're being proactive and you're doing something to get there. So they, Getaway Today also has great deals on hotels. I've been using them for forever, I don't know, what, 15 years, 16 years? They're my absolute favorite. I will put a link in the show notes in case you want to check them out. I'm so excited to have a guest on the podcast today. My friend Angela agreed to come and chat with me about her website and her Instagram and what she does for the Disneyland world, and it was so great to chat with her and get to know her better, and I know you are going to love her. So she runs a website called All Access Disneyland, and she shares magical tips on navigating Disneyland Resort with special health needs, which is so awesome. It's such a valuable resource for people visiting the Disneyland Park with special needs. After our interview, I realized that I forgot to ask her about her puppy. She has the cutest puppy that's all over her social media, and he's my favorite, and I forgot to ask her about him. So I sent her a message. I said, oh, tell me about your puppy. I totally forgot to ask. So this is what she told me about her puppy. I wanted to include it because he's just so cute. My puppy is a French bulldog who I'm training to be a service dog. He is so smart. He just turned nine months old. He's getting on the job training by going everywhere with me and visiting my grandma in a nursing home. His name is Bo. He's absolutely adorable, so make sure you check out her social media so you can see his cute pictures. He's so fun. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and when I come back, we will jump into the interview with Angela. Hello. Hi. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm really happy you can be here. Everybody, this is Angela. She runs a website called All Access Disneyland. Um, Angela, do you want to just take a minute and introduce yourself to start us off? Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, my name is Angela and I'm 36 years old and I live in a small town called Joshua Tree in Southern California. Um, only about two and a half hours from Disneyland. Woohoo! We're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I was born with a very rare form of muscular dystrophy. Um, it's called <laughs> congenital fiber type disproportion. It's kind of a mouthful. Uh-huh. Um, it basically means all of my muscles 
in my body are extremely weak and over time um, it's caused me to rely on using a, a power wheelchair. Like about six years ago I, I fell and I broke my leg and had to have surgery and I stayed in the hospital for a like two two or three weeks and oh, no yeah and ever since then I've um, lived with my parents because I my muscles couldn't bounce back from that unfortunately and um, so I, I require care with you know regular activities like getting dressed getting out of bed stuff like that so um, my health it's for the most part it's stable but um, I continue to get a little weaker over time but but prior to all this, um, I got to live on my own for about six years, and I lived in a dorm room and graduated from college with a master's degree. And wow, that's uh, amazing! What do you, what do you have your master's in? Social work. Yeah. Awesome. Wanted to be a counselor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. A, it was. I mean, college years were the, some of the greatest years of my life, and I really flourished and had a great time. But that's awesome. But, Obviously, navigating life in the wheelchair, <laughs> it's a little bit different. And um, uh, I'm relying on other people to help me with daily tasks and stuff that, that I used to be able to do by myself. It was, it's challenging, of course. And right. it, it caused me to learn to adapt to a new way of living. And for a long time, I, I was depressed and kind of lost and felt like I had no purpose. But mm -hmm. And it took me a while to truly find something I was passionate about, but I I kind of had a light bulb moment. I thought I love you know disability advocacy stuff and Disneyland, so I decided to combine the two. <laughs> That's so yeah. perfect. I decided you know Disneyland has always been my escape from the realities of life. So I thought you know why don't I help others who might not know just how accessible the parks are. So that they can enjoy the happiest place on earth too. I love it. It's such a great idea. And you have <laughs> so much great information oh, thank you. on your website. Thank you. Well, can I ask you a couple of questions so we can get to know your Disney side even more? Of course. Okay. So what is your favorite Disney park? Uh, without a doubt, Disneyland. Just Disneyland. I mean... The classic feel. As soon as you walk in, you can just feel the magic. I mean, it, it, for me, anyways. <laughs> I agree. There's something so special about it. Yeah, and just knowing that Walt Disney actually had a hand in creating it. And, you know, learning all the history of, you know, like the Tiki Room and It's a Small World. Things that he actually had a hand in. It was. It just makes it more magical to me. Yep, it's pretty special. Me too. <laughs> So what is your favorite ride? Well, this this might sound funny that my favorite park is Disneyland, but my favorite ride is actually the Little Mermaid. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. I just, I love that ride. I, something about it, just the, the, it makes me happy. I smile. I can ride it over and over and over. It's very relaxing, too. Yeah, it's soothing and just all the, all the colors and the music and, and Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a good one. When my little my girls were little, they thought we were really going underwater, and the, oh, the Disney magic kept us yeah. dry and able to breathe. And I loved it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it it does. That is cool. And so, what about? Let's see. What's your favorite thing to eat at the park? Oh my goodness, this is a hard one. <laughs> uh, man, I I guess 
I'd probably have to say the Plaza Inn, their their fried chicken and mashed potatoes. Oh my gosh, that's like always my family's favorite place to eat dinner. That I've actually never been there, but people tell me about the oh, fried chicken all the time. Yeah, you have to try it. It's How just... does it compare? Have you ever had the Flo's chicken, the chicken oh, at Flo's? Yes, it's almost the same. Is yeah, it? it's pretty much almost the same, but it's just, you know, you're out on the Disneyland side, so it's a little bit more magical. <laughs> yeah, you get the Disney atmosphere. <laughs> Plus, you get to sit there, and you're kind of, you, you can see the castle, and it's a good place to sit and eat dinner and watch if they have fireworks, you know. Yeah. And you can even see this, the parade from there. Okay, I've got something else I've added to my list. Okay. That would be perfect. Okay, what is on your Disney bucket list? Oh, okay. I definitely, something that I wished we would have done before all this COVID is the Walk in Waltz Footsteps Tour. I have oh. not gotten to do that. Yes, you will love it. It's oh, pretty we, great. Man, we were planning on doing that, but then everything went crazy and we you know, we second guessed it and we should have done it when we thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll you'll have a chance and it'll be well yeah. worth wait. It's awesome. And it's it's not another thing on my bucket list is to go to Walt Disney World. I've never been there. Oh yeah, you'll have to do that too. That's <laughs> pretty great. But don't go when it's hot. It's Oh just... yeah, or, or humid. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when the perfect time to go is, but it's not when it's hot. Uh, Do you have any plans to visit Disneyland soon? Well, I probably not. Um, I would love to, obviously, but I, you know, I have a little bit of trouble wearing a mask in the heat. Mm, yeah. Breathing issues. So I'm not, I'm not sure. And and I'm also not going out or doing much in the last year has caused me the need to kind of build my strength back up for a whole day trip out to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm probably not, not a, probably not for a few months anyways, but it's definitely, you know, something I want to plan. Yeah. Well, hopefully yeah. definitely you get there soon. Definitely this year. <laughs> yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what, kind of things are on your website what kind of information you have on there oh i have things on um how disneyland helps people with disabilities they have a special um disneyland or they have a special disability access service mm -hmm. that helps people and um i talk about different foods like if you have um food allergies or you are on a diet or you can't eat certain things i have information on all the foods available at disneyland and plus their oh. in, their special menus um that's have, great that's helpful yeah. and um just tips and tips that i've learned from my experiences like on what what to look for in a hotel because um, there's all kinds of things that you don't really think about when you're able-bodied like um needing extra outlets or needing a special shower or you know a raised toilet or things like that yeah um, and I have a beginner's guide for people who've never been before um just a bunch of tips on um just planning your trip and making sure that you um have everything you need to be accommodated and, yeah that's great yeah and um let's see Oh, wheelchair 
wheelchairs, renting wheelchairs and scooters, and even um, strollers for kids that need mm-hmm. need them, and um, transportation services, and uh, what it's like to fly with a disability. Um, yeah, all, all kinds of things like that. Basically, basically everything you need to plan your trip from wherever you're coming from. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. So do you feel like Disney is pretty accommodating of guests with special needs? I personally feel they go above and beyond to make sure everyone's accommodated. Um, yeah, that's that's been my experience. And I've been going since I was like five years old. And I've had, you know, throughout my life, I've had a variety of health problems. And they've always been so accommodating and yeah, whether you have a chronic illness, or whether you have an intellectual illness or mental illness, or just a, an injury that might heal or a cognitive disorder, autism, um, the, the cast members are always able to do the best they can to help. That's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. So what kind of services do they have to help their guests have a good experience? The main service they offer is the Disability Access Service, and you can obtain that at guest services, either at the Disneyland Resort Park or California Adventure. Um, It's designed to help people with special needs who can't tolerate waiting physically in the lines. Like, say, say It's a Small World has a current wait time of about 45 minutes. What would happen is a cast member would give you a pass to come back in 45 minutes so that you don't have to stand there and wait in line the whole time oh i see that makes sense yeah yeah and um you're free to you know go off and do other things while you're waiting you can go eat or go ride another ride that's shorter okay yeah so do you have to have like a special doctor's note or a pass or how do you what do you need to have to get the disability pass you don't have to have anything. Um, Disneyland doesn't require proof of medical condition, a medical condition, um, and they actually don't even have a legal right to ask about your medical condition. Um, they they basically take guests at their word and trust that people won't abuse the service, and that's you know that could be a good and bad thing. I know there's there's. I've witnessed people that have abused it, and it's it's sad. But yeah, there's really nothing that that Disneyland can legally do about it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So you just have to go to guest services and talk to them about what your yes specific needs are. Yeah, and be and be be sure to explain your um, situation the best you can, so they can do the best they can to help. Okay, that makes sense. Good to know. So you can can you rent you can rent wheelchairs right at the parks or do you have to yes. bring your own? No, you can rent wheelchairs at the parks. Um, they offer manual wheelchairs for twelve dollars a day plus tax, and they offer um power wheelchairs. You've probably seen those giant ones running yeah. around. Yeah, they they're fifty dollars a day. Um, with a twenty dollar refundable deposit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do they stay charged the whole time, or do you have to charge them? Yeah, the the, the their power wheelchairs actually last a long time. Yeah, I I have me and my family have used them before, and we've never had them run out of a charge. 
Well, that's good. Because I thought the other day, what if your wheelchair ran out of a charge in the middle of the park? <laughs> yeah, um, I have had that happen with one of mine, um, my personal power wheelchair. And um, they're not technically allowed to let you plug in anywhere in the park. But what, mm-hmm. you, what you can do if you have your own power wheelchair and you carry your power cord with you, um, you go to where you rent wheelchairs. Um, it's on the outside of the entrance to the park. Yeah. And um, they will let you, they will let you leave it there and charge it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they will they will let you plug it in there and charge it, and and you can rent one of theirs while you're waiting. Okay, well that's good to know. Yeah. So, are most the rides in the park wheelchair accessible? Well, let's see. There are there are a dozen rides that are wheelchair accessible at Disneyland. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll name a couple. There's like the Jungle Cruise. There's It's a Small World, Buzz Lightyear, Astro Blasters. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, like the Monorail, the the Disneyland Railroad, um, Tea Room, and. There's a bunch more that are wheelchair accessible, yeah, where you you don't have to get out of your wheelchair at all. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. That's awesome. Yeah, and they they also have they also have um, a select number of rides that they you, you would have to transfer, but they offer like a transfer access vehicle where like say on the haunted mansion, um, it's not wheelchair accessible, but they can stop the ride so the floor doesn't move. And mm-hmm. will allow someone to transfer into one of the buggies. Oh, okay. It has a buggy where the side is cut out, which makes it easier for someone to just slide right in. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So do a lot of those, I mean, a lot of rides in the park allow you to transfer? Many of them do, yes. Um, and if they don't, I know the um, spinning teacups mm-hmm. do and the haunted mansion and um let's see there's the pirates of the caribbean is one of them that offers a transfer device where they actually give you they you have you have to lower into the boat so they give you like a stool to kind of sit on to help you get down into the boat oh that's interesting i don't think i've seen that before yeah it's really it's really neat yeah, it, it doesn't work for me because I don't have the upper body strength. But <laughs> if someone um, who just has, has trouble with their legs and is in a wheelchair because of their legs and has the upper body strength to lift themselves down into the boat and get themselves out, it's, it works really well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and it's the same with um, cars and um, Grizzly, Grizzly River Run. They, they offer those devices as well. That's awesome. I did read that on um, Finding Nemo, they have a different experience where you don't even have to get into the submarine, but you can still yes. watch the show. Yes, you um, you head towards the entrance and they and or the exit. Excuse me, the exit, and they will. There's an alternate experience room that you go into, and it's dark, and they they basically have the ride playing on TV. So you can see what everyone in the submarine sees. Oh, that's fun. I bet that's so helpful. I mean, even if you just have claustrophobia. Yeah. That's a great way to do it. Yeah. 
it's a really neat experience. Well, and I think it's important too to know that you can ask cast members if you have questions mm-hmm. while you're out and about. My father-in-law is in a wheelchair, and uh, once we were at Disney World, and we were trying to take him on Jungle Cruise. And there was nobody there at the entrance, and we didn't know how the ride worked, so we just started taking the wheelchair through the line, mm-hmm. and we thought it would be fine, but then halfway through, it got too tight Ooh. to get the wheelchair through, yeah. and it was such a mess. And luckily, he could stand up and walk a little bit, and we folded up the wheelchair, and it was fine, but when we got to the front, the people were like, why did you try to oh, take no. the wheelchair through the line? And I thought, oh man, I should have just waited and asked a cast member. And they could have told me exactly the best way Mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah. Oh. But it all worked out. We rode Jungle Cruise. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) So what tips do you have for people visiting Disney with special needs? Um, My biggest tip would be to plan in advance. That that's like the, the key is just, especially for if you're coming from a long distance, um, I always, if you need a special um, handicap accessible hotel room, it's always best to plan in advance because those are far and few to come by. Oh, um, they okay. go really fast, and many hotels aren't required to um, offer very many of them. Like they only mm-hmm. might have like two or three accessible rooms. Oh, that's interesting. I would have thought they would have had more. Yeah, they they go really fast. Um, it's, it's the same for visiting Disneyland is just you know try to do your best to plan in advance um, mm-hmm. um, even on the Disneyland website and, and also on my website I um, put on there um, there's a special special needs park maps which, oh. which explains um, what each ride um, entails like if it's if it's loud if it's noisy if it's um, you know, could cause seizures, um, the ambulatory requirements for the ride. Um, and it also lists accessible bathrooms um, mm-hmm. where they are in the park. And um, so there, make sure you um, review. I, w- I would recommend reviewing the map and kind of getting a lay of the land just by looking at the map. It, it, it really helps <laughs> plan your mm-hmm. day. Yeah, that's smart to kind of you know don't wanna, where... You don't want to end up all the way on one side of the park and say, uh-oh, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> right. Just yeah. not plan your day. That's so smart. Yeah. Very good to know. Okay, well, let's see. Where can people find you? We've been talking about your website, so tell us. Yes, um, you can find me at allaccessdisneyland.com. And okay. Also on Facebook and Instagram at allaccessdisneyland. That's awesome. I will put links in the show notes to your website and your Instagram and your Facebook so everyone can find you. Thank you. Yeah. You've got such great information. (laughs) I just love Disneyland and I love helping people. So it's, it's, it's my pleasure. Well, I think your website is very, very informative, especially, I mean, you have a lot of questions when you're traveling. And so I'm glad that there's a website out there that has all the answers. Yeah, and I, I do my best to keep it updated and staying on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate it, and I'm excited to be able to send people your way. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Anytime. It was fun talking to you. You too.
All right. Well, we'll have to have you back on. We can talk more. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Angela. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, it was so nice of Angela to come on and share all of the things that she knows about visiting the Disney parks with special needs. I truly appreciate it. Um, her website is really amazing, so make sure you check it out. Follow her on Instagram. She's got so much information, and it's very, very helpful. She did want me to mention, after we had done our interview, then Disney came out with some different prices on the wheelchairs. So she wanted me to mention that. Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, they increased their prices on wheelchairs and stroller rentals. So just so we have the correct information, a single stroller rental is now $18 a day. An electric convenience vehicle is $80 a day, but I do believe you get some of that back at the end of the day. I think she said, um, and then a standard wheelchair is $35 a day. So those are the updated prices for stroller and wheelchair rentals at the Disneyland parks. I did want to mention that I am doing a giveaway coming up tomorrow, I believe, maybe the next day. I haven't decided yet. In the next few days, let's just say that I have a giveaway that I wanted to let you know about. So keep an eye out for that. You can find that information on my Instagram. And I think I'm going to do another giveaway coming up here just for podcast listeners too, because I appreciate you guys so much. So keep listening for that. That will be coming soon. First, I'll do the one on Instagram, and then I have one coming just for podcast listeners, because you guys are the best. I appreciate you so much. As always, I would love it, love it, love it if you left me a review on the podcast. It helps people find me and I would appreciate it so much. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.